0: Be someone, be someone. You got a fast car. I got a job that pays all our bills. You sell, drink, and play the bar. Some more your friends than you do your kids. I'd always hope for better. But maybe together, you and me find you. They got no plans, they ain't going nowhere. Take your fast car. remember when we were driving, driving in your car, speed so fast I felt like I was drunk, City lights lay out before us, and your arms felt nice, wrapped around my shoulder, and I, I had a feeling that I belonged, I, I had a feeling I could be someone, be someone, be someone.
1: desolation angel radio kip williams with you what you're you're hearing that because back at the grammys a couple weeks ago there was a stunning performance tracy chapman walked out on stage and performed for the first time since 2009 with luke combs on fast car her song and for all of us that are of a certain age at least for me it stopped me in my tracks there are certain songs that carry impact and meaning and and just stopped, stopped me dead in my tracks. And I sat there on the couch, rather misty eyed, you know, listening to it, because that song has had an impact on me my whole life. This is a Comstock Breakfast Club edition of Desolation Angel Radio. And Mary Connect and and Diane Diane Parker Lapiana got together last week, Wednesday, and, and had a pretty intense conversation. You're going to hear it. It ran about an hour where we just went and we talked. And what uh, what came out of it was was not only a very intense talk and and pretty raw and revealing at times, but we also decided that we needed to put a bunch of songs in here that, that have that kind of impact on people. So you're going to hear Night Moves. Diane wanted that in here, and Dr. And My Eyes, I wanted that. Tom Bennett chimed in. Uh, he wanted We Just Disagree, Dave Mason. Uh, Karen wanted both sides now from Joni Mitchell. Um, Diane wanted Jack and Diane from John Cougar. Mary... Uh, you know, a little homage to Toby Keith who had passed away that week with Don't Let the Old Man In. Gina wanted Can't Find My Way Home. Paula, It's Only Love That Gets You Through by Sade. Steve uh, with The End of the Innocence and, and Mary again with As Good As I Once Was and, and Diane wanting Peter Frampton show me the way and me closing it all out with Rosewood Bitters. So you're going to hear some music that has had real impact, personal impact on people. And, and a pretty intense hour-long conversation between uh, myself and, and Diane and, and Mary, Desolation Angel Radio, Kip Williams. It is my absolute pleasure to be here with you and to do this. So just settle in, sit back, listen and, uh, and enjoy, you know, it's a couple hours worth of, worth of things. so enjoy.
2: the night moves When you just don't seem to have as much to lose Strange how the night moves With autumn closing in
3: to be making, um, I've got brought my sheets up, and so I'll, I'm going to put the phone down and make the bed while we chat. Oh, that's
1: okay because,
3: yep. like I say, multi-tasker. I... Multitasker. You're going to be looking at the ceiling. Well, I'm, I I told her
1: I'm stuffing some food in because I've been, the contract I have right now is at a little steel plant here in town. Yeah. And they did buy lunch today, but it was like, and Buffalo is pizza heaven. They couldn't pick a worse place to get the pizza from, you know? <laughs> Buff- <too> <laughs> Buffalo has a whole thing about pizza and wings, and it's like, yeah. why did you go to Bella Pizza, you know, especially when Carbone's is right up the road? You know, it, it, I mean, everybody was like, really? Carbone's is <laughs> right up the road. <laughs> All right, and, and, well, let me tell you a story about Carbone's. It's a pizzeria inside a convenience store that is... Oh. And it's not, you know, it's not like a 7 Eleven, it's in a house. So they got written up one time as the best pizza in Buffalo. So I want you to picture something like down in Comstock, okay? And and also serving pizza, you know, a convenience store. I walk in and Sam goes, I'm in trouble. I said, why? He said, They wrote me up as best in Buffalo. I went, It is. He went, No, there's a hockey game tonight. And some people called from Toronto because they saw it in the newspaper and asked if they needed reservations for their table. There are no tables in this joint. It's It's got, cig- like Mr. Beef. It's got cigarettes, <laughs> beer, wine, pop, four rolls of toilet paper, some chips, you know.
4: <laughs> so how far away is Toronto?
1: Excuse me only 60 miles
4: really wow my
1: man. my from my front porch i did not
4: i wouldn't
3: think it was that close either or, yeah. yeah
1: from my front I porch know
4: geography i
1: know well from my front porch it's three miles to the peace bridge and that goes right over into fort erie canada and then you go right up the qe queens expressway and go right into toronto to, uh, niagara falls is 26 miles from here. Everybody thinks Niagara Falls is right in Buffalo. No, it's it's actually uh-huh. 20 miles north.
4: I didn't know it was even that close. Yeah. So you go to Toronto, Kim?
1: Yeah. My contract right now with this steel company, Welded Tube, is they got one little plant here in Buffalo down on the lakefront, and they've got another plant right up in Welland, which is only 45 minutes away. That's a suburb of Toronto. Um, Do you have to
4: cross the border to go to
5: that location?
1: If you live here, you have what's called a New York enhanced license. You literally just cross the border and go through. And if they see you go through regular, the way the computers are set up these days, they know who you are, they know you're going up there to work for a day or something and, and don't care. My buddy Ash was born and raised in Toronto and then moved to Kansas City. While, and we got to know one another through festivals that kind of thing he always used to come back up here his parents um, reached their 90s and could not live on their own anymore so he moved in with me for a while got their house sold in Toronto and moved them into assisted living in Fort Erie which is literally three miles away right across the bridge so and then his dad passed away here at Christmas last year, but he can go every day to see his mom, and it's and oh, no big deal. It? Yeah, it's no big yeah. deal. You just cross the border, you know. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah if, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Niagara
4: Falls in Toronto.
1: Yeah, they're that they're that close. Well, and everybody has this concept about Buffalo. I'm only an hour and a half from Cleveland three hours from Pittsburgh you understand where where I am Buffalo an
4: hour and a half from Cleveland
1: if you go if you go really fast on the on the thruway (laughs) and and I'm talking east. I'm talking the eastern suburbs too I mean it's really about two hours but I'm only well see the thing is is when you say New York people think New York and, and y'all don't realize, like, I'm only uh, no. six hours away from Kalamazoo. I'm only four hours away yeah. from Ann Arbor. I'm only eight hours from, I'm as far to Chicago, Diane, as I am from New York City. It takes eight hours to drive to New York City from here.
3: Yeah,
1: we used to go that way out east all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, Buffalo is fun from an arts standpoint. People don't think of Buffalo as an arts and culture city, but it is the first stop for anything coming off of Broadway that's touring. There's a huge theater district here and, and a big theater population. Uh, there's all kinds of art galleries here that were originally put together by the steel barons back in the day in the 1900s so there's a huge art scene here um both classical arts oil painting and and museums and galleries and there's a huge arts community of artists here who are, are always trying to move things forward one of the i'm i'm talking way like a not rock and roll and steel but uh one of the best sculptors and sculpting professors in the U.S. just retired, and he was Kenny uh, Kenny Payne, and he always worked in cast iron. But he just retired from Buff State here a while back. But he built this huge population of students that had studied under him doing doing cast iron sculpture. So
4: I can't believe that Kalamazoo is so. Um, I mean, it's one of the top cities in the country mm-hmm. for for artists yeah and i just love how they do that i don't know if you were around when they started it or had it going on on the fridays you know art what what was that called uh mary
3: they still do it they're called the art hops
4: yeah art hop no yeah. and, you know different artists would put their work in a restaurant a bar a shoe store you know wherever And then you would go from place to place to to see that artist or, you know.
1: That sounds really cool because... It it, was
4: really cool. mm -hmm. And then the one weekend I was there, um, a friend of mine came in from California and Mm -hmm. we got a room because it was my only chance to see her because she was going to Grand Rapids for a wedding. So we got a room at the... um, What's the hotel that you do your thing at, Mary? The Radisson. The Radisson. Yeah. And then that weekend was uh, Art Hop, and they also had the art fair in Bronson Park. So it was just such a fun, fun weekend to be there. Now nah. the, the art at the, at, at the Bronson Park was, mm-hmm. like, great. I mean, that's what I do all summer here in Chicago. I go to street fairs and art fairs and things yeah. like that. But, you know, the price difference, it's like, you know, the pricing was... St- Oh, great. In Kalamazoo. Yeah. And uh, it was
1: well, like, oh, wow. See, here the, it, they call it First Friday, and what happens is on First mm. Friday, all the galleries are open, but yeah. they bring in bands, or it, it could be, you know, it, it could be a punk band, it could be a string quartet. You know, it could be <laughs> anything, and, and bring in a couple pop-up <laughs> restaurants. And so you can go from gallery to gallery, and there's yeah. all kinds of people there. And... And like I said, theater season is fun because back always in November they have what's called opening night and they literally barricade off Main Street, which is the theater district and right. all the theaters are open um, all, all the technical crews and, and actors are out in the street, there's all kind of like you can get fire jugglers, you can get anything and people are partying out in the street, there's bands out there, so, so that's fun and then it's not just Buffalo, uh, like where I, and we're not the only ones, but where I hang out the Heron, we have all art installations through the woods, and every festival that we do, we invite artists in. Yeah, we have we have art installations all through the woods, and there's a there's where a. Through
4: the woods, like uh, they put them up in trees and light like trails.
1: And light up light up trees. They put installations, you know, in oh, between trees. So cool. There's murals. The people will put up um big stanchions and boards and do murals. And then yeah. we we light it. We light all the walking trails with multicolored lights. So it's not What time the, of year is this? That's all summer long. Oh. But but like I say, when um like now we won't the eclipse is different now. Buffalo and and the farm are going to be dead center of totality. That's why we're doing a weekend out there. And I was tell I was talking to Tom Bennett the other night. We're doing uh we're bringing in Jim Donovan and the Sun King Warriors. And the name doesn't sound familiar to anybody. Jim was one of the founders of Rusted Root, and because they came out of Pittsburgh. And so when he left, he started his own band. As a matter of fact, any band touring as Rusted Root, isn't Rusted Root, because Jim and Liz Berlin started it, and she lives in New York City as a jazz singer right now, and Jim stayed in Pittsburgh. He's a music educator, and, uh, but, yeah, we'll do, but we'll bring it in. That's not going to be as big as a hair. We're only doing a couple hundred people, just camping for the weekend, and, you know, bring a band in on Sunday, Jim and, and his band, and then, We're bringing in because it's April eighth, so we're bringing in tents with heaters, that kind of thing, so people can can see the eclipse. We'll do that. But you're
4: able to to keep up with the Heron uh, with this new contract that
5: you got.
1: Well, look if you look at the blackboard behind me, I had a little meeting with everyone today and said, "There's what you want out of me for the Heron." Now let me move to the other side. There's my life okay we gotta balance these two somehow <laughs> so
3: what did, what did I miss well what, no, I, what was your big news
1: well okay you two are on here and nobody else is and I am gonna tell you two this
5: okay
1: well I am because it's important for me to do it and you gotta give me a minute because I always operate on two or three levels and there's things I don't tell people till after they're over Um, my lung scan came back clear yesterday there is no trace of any cancer anywhere, no spots Um, I didn't know
3: you had a concern (laughs) about that
1: and my PSA came in today at Uh, 5.46 which is elevated but not oh my god we got to do a biopsy elevated
4: what's PSA?
1: that's prostate, that's that's your prostate antigen so I've kind of been just worrying about that for a year, and that's that's done. But the other part of it is this, you both got that letter. And I'm realizing that I am five days away from a four-year anniversary. You don't need to know the details, but back on February 11th of 2020, I walked away finally free and clear of a lot of insanity and a lot of darkness and have been doing things like the Nomad Project and having fun with the Heron and and getting together with you. was that
4: when you left uh, New Orleans?
1: Um, That was well after that. There was a protracted, protracted period of insanity. It took from 17 to 2020. And like I say, February 11th is when all that happened. Now, in March of 2020, after that happened... The state of New York called me and said, we need somebody to run the COVID task force. When all that was coming down between 2017 and 2020, my world shrunk to very few people. I didn't trust a lot of people. Plus a lot of people very understandably took their distance from me to see. Okay. And I understand that. But through all that darkness and that insanity, What kept me going whenever the people at the Heron, that small number of people who stood by my side no matter what, but they would get empty every so often. And so what kept me going was memories of all of you. And that's what I meant when I wrote that letter. Each and every one of you that have been on this call and that we've gathered together this year, I can tell you what you did all the way back 50 years ago that in that really dark period between 2017 and 2020 kept me going because I didn't want to let any of you down. Aww, yeah. I knew that you would want me to do what I had to do. And so I came out of that and uh, because of that, because of what you did, that belief in me all those many years ago, here's what you were part of. You were part of that task force. You were part of me making sure that people had groceries through the pandemic that were senior citizens or were poor and didn't have any money so they could eat. You were part of making sure that they had their medications. You saved lives. Because of your belief in me, I was able to go back and start doing my security gig again when we started things. But my point is this. It's not just you, Diane, not just you, Mary, but but John and Karen and Tom and, and Paula and Jill, people that I have carried with me my whole life. When I wanted to give up, when I wanted to quit, it was you all that kept me going. Those
4: hometown roots, mm-hmm.
1: you know, so they're
3: very strong. It's, yeah, you know, we have something very special, and it is those it is those small town roots, but yeah. it's also that we have also nurtured our relationships through the years. You yeah. know, like our tribe of twelve now eleven, you know, of yeah. girls yeah. from Comstock, You know, yeah, um, this podcast those are those are all nurturing pieces of our lives that we all had to work at in order to kind of prevail as we've aged and I, I, I love that you know my kids are all like um, you know Katie said the other day she goes mom your, your friends they're like a million deep yeah. you know nobody your, your group of girls you know Parker mm-hmm. our group of our little tribe she's like nobody's got that Nobody I know has that. It is just so special. And it is. It's just, and, and, you know, just this podcast and all the people that we, you know, that we get to talk to. Why do you think
4: I drive back all the time, you know? It's like, I need my girls. I mean, yeah. Right. I need that connection. I mean, I have friends here. And I have a bestie Mm -hmm. who is my ride or die here. But I don't have what we have our whole group that's known each other since we were 15 you know and mm-hmm. it's it's right. special you know y- you're yeah, right. I'm glad that we get together but we do we have to make it happen but everyone wants to make it happen yeah so, right yeah. true
3: you know who you know who through this podcast um that called me um well she messaged me and I didn't see it you know because I'm pretty you know I'm pretty lax on my phone <laughs> and so paula messaged me on the the podcast our our little on the messenger pod. yeah so she wrote uh-huh. and so then i called her last week one day and we and she called me back she was she was working you know um and driving you know around la or wherever she was and we had the conversation it was so long and so lovely and I'm like just call me back I just want to hear your voice I just haven't heard it in so long <laughs> it was so nice so yeah. we had like this really cool conversation or you know we'll get together this summer when she's home but I didn't you know I didn't know that she had a house here even yeah so yeah that's, that's so cool but you yeah, know I'll, I hope we'll to see her this together. summer I
4: know last year didn't work out yeah. you know I had yeah a i lot didn't going on but uh you know I hope to see her this year you were home a lot last summer I know, but I was home for different things, and it didn't coincide <laughs> yeah. with her visit, and I couldn't make another visit. I was It was yeah. six times there this, this summer. That's a lot. Well, Kip, <laughs> you're going to have to make it home. I think... I am is coming here home. here in July or June? I think it's June through mid-July, like mid-June okay. to mid-July.
1: Uh, I think I wrote it down. The, the only week that's locked up for me is... I move up, right. I I the Friday beforehand is is when I go out there, and it, it takes me. Oh, is it I, for the fourth? Right. It's from June thirtieth to July seventh, basically, because it takes us oh, okay. a it takes us a week to, to put it together.
4: Well, let's try for July seventh after after July seventh right, because
1: because okay. and, and you just said the, the key July. and you just said the key word, Mary. Mm-hmm. Home. Yeah, because so nice. because no because no when you said to come home, and and yeah
4: yeah in all yeah. my and travels it's like I I still call it home
1: in all I my travels I call it home I realized over the course exactly. of this year in talking to you all and how much I loved y'all that I've never called anywhere home except there and I add yeah, because it is yeah <laughs> yeah and and I know. I know full well that were the shit to really hit the fan, medically with me or personally, that I could come home. Mm-hmm. That I could come home. Yeah. And uh, you know it's like. Can and
4: always go home.
1: I know. Right. So I don't know about you all, but Sunday, Sunday night, I'm sitting here watching the Grammys, and I don't Was know if funny? you watched them. All of a sudden, I'm sobbing. You know, it's like when Tracy Chapman was up there with, uh, with Luke Combs going, oh, oh my, Combs, g- oh, oh my God. Know,
4: when I heard that song, Kip, I mean, yeah. for one, I thought, she, I thought it was a male, but it was yeah. like, it was so good. And it's like, I have a terrible memory. And so I had to pull off the side of the road because I wanted to write down who it was so I could find it again. Mm-hmm. And there's very few songs that have done that to me. But that was oh, definitely
1: yeah. one of them. That song has stuck with me my whole life. Yeah. Right. It has stuck with me my whole life.
5: Yeah.
1: And and I, but it was like, oh my god, because she hasn't. And I keep track of music. We know that. I <laughs> matter of fact, I got an announcement today from my podcasting uh, base. They gave me an award for thirty thousand downloads. So Oh
2: wow. Oh yeah.
1: So congratulations. But um That's cool. I love music yeah. and you know that. And that particular song is one that has stuck with me forever. That's like, a good song. That's a great song. You know, it, it struck a chord with me then and it still strikes a chord with me now, you know. Um uh, yeah. but I was just I was just stunned. I, because she hasn't been anywhere near a stage or anywhere near the music yeah, industry yeah, since two out. since two thousand nine. That's the yeah. first time she's performed since two thousand nine.
4: Why? What is she? What did she?
1: What I mean, is she up? To? Well, yeah, part of it was is I think the same struggle that we see a lot of people go through societally because she is she's she's it identifies as queer she's a queer person of color and, and if you look at the last few years you know what's been going on societally it's like you know do, do I do I come on out and you know deal with everything and right. and I thought it was very very striking that she would come out and perform with a, a, a white country singer and the two of them very obviously respected one another you know and yeah he, and he took and I have if you haven't seen it she it. she took the and lead yeah. yeah she took the lead he took the harmony part you right. know even though that that well, was his, song. It, it is her song right it was appropriate she,
3: she should have had the lead. right but, you know that was that was like genuine respect yeah it, comes, you know,
1: it was true respect. and at
3: the end how he bowed to her I love that I know I know that was so
1: cool with yeah. with a former country artist who is the biggest artist in the world right now standing there singing along with them when the cam- <laughs> right. yeah when the camera switched to Taylor <laughs> you know it's like she's just oh, yeah. singing along with them <laughs> so it <Right>.
4: was singing along to everybody I know <laughs> right well that's
1: what I noticed even with the diversity of the tables and the artists and the styles everybody was singing it Everybody was standing yeah. up singing it.
5: Yeah. It like,
1: that was a trip. So,
5: yeah.
1: Yeah. No, there's uh, I,
3: yeah.
1: I talked to Jack Runchy this week. Um, yeah. And he is so appreciative of people buying the book and the reviews they're writing. He really is. And he said, if you get a chance, go to Amazon and read Tom Bennett's review. He said Tom Bennett's oh. review. He said Tom Bennett's review is really, really, really good. You know, really insane.
4: Oh, so nice. Yeah. Well, so. he was a very well liked teacher. That's for sure. He
1: was well respected.
4: Football coach.
1: Right, and I, what I'm trying to do, and working with Kyle about, and and John knows this. Um, I'm trying to get one set up with with Gwen and Hank. 90, yeah, yeah. 95 and ninety-seven years old, and they're still kicking around. That's so, so cool. Yeah, so I'm trying to get one set up with with Gwen and Hank because I think that would be cool. And then the other part of it is I was going to talk. I'll talk to, and, and it's it's fitting because you two are the organizers for everything. Because because what I'd like to do in March, you know, because because the last <laughs> couple, well, the last couple, it's been really the three of us. You know that <laughs> who have always been the organizers, anyhow. <laughs> but right. but uh, true, what, yeah, it is it true. Is. It is true. So, so what? I'm but what I'm thinking is in March we do a two-parter, which is try and get the group of of eight together, okay, and do that where we all enjoy one another so much. But what would you think about trying to bring some other people in and and kind of go it, it, at least for one show. And I'm thinking, the girl gang. If you want, you know, maybe your brother, you know, who knows? Oh, Kevin, yeah, or Greg. Kevin. Who? Which brother? Kevin, Kevin or Greg? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. He would like that. Maybe get Billingsley. I, that's what
1: I'm thinking is get get Michael in, you know, and uh, and, and, and bring him. But but I don't want to. I don't want to. I got to balance it out because I don't want to cut out the eight of us, you know, because the. The eight of us have a good time together.
4: Then people can't. Well, you want to do that when the police is on, right?
1: Well, I'm 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 thinking more people because the other thing is 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 we're looking at the three organizers. With that many people, it would take the three of us to control the whole crowd. (laughs) To go, no, let this person talk now.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that might be confusing for them too. You know, that, that's to that, that's what
1: that's what John things. and I have talked about is is trying to set yes. a format that works for people when they're ninety five and ninety seven. You know, right? So right. we we'll see.
4: And I notice, like when we're um, talking, our squares light up. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, that's a good thing to talk about. You know, yep. when someone else is lit up, then let them talk for a bit before you start talking or
1: right. And the way Google meet is set up, even if you've got a lot of people at once, when someone's talking, I can set it. So their square goes to the center and is bigger and is lit up.
3: Yeah. That's how we do it when we have our board meetings for the O'Leary foundation. Mm -hmm. Joe sets that up and mm-hmm. that's a nice feature because then it does prevent a lot of talkovers.
1: well so. and like I say when I was running the the pandemic task force and we would have our morning meetings which was 350 people, trust me I <laughs> learned I learned how to run a 350 person team meeting you know in, in our video meeting in a hurry you had to because that was insanity 350 people. Wow, yeah, that would be But I'm
3: not that smart I couldn't do that I I, I couldn't figure out the technology of that no. Are you kidding me?
1: I I didn't have a choice You you and I would
3: be calling them on the phone I'm going to spend all day calling Mary, I'm better than you though I'm terrible, you are better than me No, I did have I
1: I had women who knew me that they were on the phone they would just call me and go "All right, walk me through this i got to figure out how this right. happens. Like, okay, gotcha. I mean, I'm sitting here monopolizing. It's like, forget it. How are... Diane, that was pretty brave of you to reveal that about Lexi. It was. And you know my thoughts was, are right there with you.
3: Was this, be, was this before
4: I, I got, got on? No, 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 no. I'm, th- I'm talking
1: about what she did on Facebook.
4: I but, po- I did a uh, post, whatever. Mary. I don't know if you... Yeah. I'll, I'll have to share it with you. Um yeah. But I just, it was a week after, you know, post stop. And mm-hmm. I just finally felt like I could, you know, talk, talk about, about what happened. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. you know, it's like I use Facebook to post all the good things that happened in my life. It's like, why would I not post this very important,
5: mm-hmm.
4: heart stopping moment in my life? But yes. she's doing really good
3: yeah. here. Oh good. He's doing it really good when, Well, I've met what I, I met what we I've were always met last week last week when we were on the phone and she came in the kitchen and she goes, Hi <laughs> oh, Mary. you're talking to Mary. She's like, Hi, how are you doing? I just you like know. I just like immediately started <laughs> like crying because yeah. oh my
4: god, her cute little voice. <laughs> well Well, you so know, wonderful. and that was that was gonna be did compromise. You? I mean it was one yes. of the things when they said that, you know They had to be very careful about her vocal cords. And she's like, you know, and it's like her just, she did a lot of research and she was very, very knowledgeable about what was going to happen. But, um, you know, Kip, she had it for three years. I didn't know it. I didn't know that. And so she had to have her, um, you know, complete removal of the thyroid, which, you know, you don't need it to live, but she had cancer throughout her whole neck and uh oh. they had to dissect the left and the right side and then i just found out today mary that they took some out of her chest as well and i didn't oh even know that oh. I didn't is even she know going that. for her post op today no we went last week we went last week and the That's really how. cool thing about it is she's i mean this isn't i mean this is a cool thing but this isn't what i am talking about being cool but her surgeon said she's only the second person in the country to have the surgery that she had done. Oh, my God. Um, oh. And he uh, he asked her, this is the cool thing, he asked Choke her. Don't be a Because she's a young woman, and he said, you know, when you heal, he said, you know, would you be willing to do a video for Northwestern? He said, okay. I think that you would give a lot of young women um, hope to know that they can have this surgery and, um, be okay because he really, really took his time to, um, not, he was, he said most surgeons would have, uh, did horseshoes on her neck. And he, um, you know, he took the thyroid out, which is right here. And then this dissection was on a crease. And then this one went behind the ear and down the hair and down the neck. Um, and he went in and, and that's where he got, you know, like most of it or whatever. But, uh, he used a a robotic, you know, it was robotic. So, um, but hers was probably, I mean, when people have thyroid cancer, it's usually just their thyroid. It's not the whole dissection that she had. And that's because it had spread because she had it for so long.
3: Oh my God.
4: I know. No signs. You know and he, for, and he feels
3: like he feels like he got it all. What, what? yeah,
4: he's he he does and um he does but it makes me really nervous that I just found out about the chest. And she will go in for her next treatment and that's gonna be um doing an iodine a radioactive iodine. And depending on the dosage, you know, it'll be uh in the hospital, you know, like in a, a secluded room. You know, where you can't be around people. Right. right? Anyone that right. comes in would have to wear a hazmat suit and all that stuff. And uh and that will kill any thyroid floating around, you know, or any cancer because the cancer can't. came back with the biopsy as thyroid.
3: So So anyway, how how many of those iodine treatments will she have? Just to, one pill. That's one. One pill. And, and and that will take that will encompass a couple of hours of this treatment or she just like takes this pill. It's a short I mean. She takes they-
4: the pill, but she'll be in the hospital for um, I don't know I haven't researched it really well, but she'll be in the hospital for three to five days and I think she'll oh. be kinda out for three more weeks. So okay.
3: When does this happen again?
4: Uh, our next doctor is the um, endocrinologist, and he will schedule that. So hopefully, you know, I want to mm-hmm. get everything going.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: You know,
3: well, you sure had
4: the best of the oh best. my <laughs> god! And, and you know, it's luck on was work. on our side. I mean, we wouldn't have had that surgeon if it didn't just happen like that. The night we found out, I well, I found out it was 4.30. I got on the phone, and I had her appointment. And then when he saw her, um, you know, he did. did, I brought everything with me. I brought the biopsy. I got all records so that it was sent to the hospital, messengered to the hospital, so he could look at it before he met with her. I didn't want to waste any time. And then he... um, did his own ultrasound, and when he saw it, he knew it was bad. Mm-hmm. And he came back in and said, "We're doing surgery on Thursday."
3: You're a warrior, wow. huh? You knew exactly what to do, just innately. Like I need to get this.
4: I oh, I was it. like, I was like, just like begging fire. Backing. Right,
1: but but Diane, you know, it's like I want to. I'm with Mary. I want to recognize your heart and your strength you're an absolute warrior you really are and He's and a you're you're awesome you know and and i meant what i said when i wrote it to you whatever you need that i can do you tell me i'll do it okay i mean it thank
4: you thank you your family you know i just i just want this i'm glad the surgery's behind us but you know i just want i want the i need to know you know mm-hmm. that it's yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, once Ooh. they hear she comes. Hi, man. Okay, coming in. So glad close. we had that combo. Yeah, right, hi, girls. Yeah. <laughs> How was dinner? Did you go to Tank? Hot water, really?
5: Oh, okay. Yeah.
4: Over and say hi to Mary. Come here, Lexi. <laughs> oh,
3: it's can't too see bright!
4: The All right, come over this side. Over I this don't
3: side. Know. You're this is Jamie. did you go to or dinner
4: with? Oh, Jamie. Jamie,
5: Jamie his name? yeah, open,
4: open it. Aww. Hi. Hi,
5: <laughs> oh, sweetheart. <laughs> Hi.
1: Hi, Lexi. I'm I'm Kip. It's Hi. nice to meet this you. Is
4: this podcast. Yes, I always hear my mom. Me and my dad have to go hide in the room. Every so <laughs> <laughs> well, time she does her weekly podcast.
3: I <laughs> you, you see your blanket. And, oh,
4: right.
3: is it right there in the
4: couch? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the right girls there. got her this beautiful. Look at this table. It's filled with stuff. Here, I'll I'll run over here. It's like. Uh-oh. He's
5: gotta put it away. Well, I love him for nice. So. Yeah, oh, he's got that's so much off. stuff.
1: Oh, oh. all these
4: like squishy Look, things, little... candles.
1: Look at that.
4: Yeah, he's got Uber cards. He got everything. Oh, and this beautiful, oh. so many flowers. I
5: don't
4: know where I'm aiming it at.
1: <laughs> right, right now you're aiming up at the wall and the painting.
3: At the wall, we're not getting, there.'s some purple flowers. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I like so. the purple blanket that I kept seeing on the couch. Oh,
4: but you got it.
1: yeah, that's so. That's, that's the, what that's
4: the, the one girls, one um, Mary and all the girls, they got her this blanket. I like that, blanket. and it's so cozy. And they got her this pillow. It, too.
3: Thank you, Mary. No, but you're welcome, honey. She, she
4: loves,
5: loves it. it. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's gonna it's gonna be
4: my new comforter actually in my room. Put your head down oh, on good. it. God, not- so I can see you. <laughs> so anyways, she's she's out out and about walking around and uh, her good. friend came over. They are doing a by <laughs> doing a photo shoot. She goes to Columbia, she's a photographer. So oh, they cool. they do all cool. their um, you know, the clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lexi buys designer clothing and she figured out during COVID how to, she used to, you know, just thrift and she still thrifts. She loves it. But um, she figured out how to buy from Japan and they have a very, very strict law on counterfeit. So when you're buying designer goods, you want to make sure that they're authentic and they have to be. And then it all goes to kind of like a warehouse, like a second person. So if you're buying one thing, it costs you thirty or fifty dollars to ship it. Well, you buy like a lot of things, and then they ship it for, you know, a, a a reasonable price to get many things from different vendors, and they put it all together and then send it to the United States. So she's figured out how to do that, and they're way ahead of us in fashion.
5: Then
3: they then Lexi sells those items on a special. Has web-
4: a platform. Um, mm-hmm. She does it, and she's been doing it for. She made she made eleven hundred dollars this week. She just yelled out. Um, oh my god! But wow, that's good.
1: Because,
4: yeah. Well, her, her stuff is
1: that's really good.
4: Her she's it's all designer now, so she yeah. buys like a vintage designer. So it's not new, you know. What's old is new <laughs> for them. She's got. She's, and she's got great taste, she's and like, she knows all about every designer, and you know all the old school stuff. She loves it. Oh, Lexi, cool. where's that sweater from Detroit? I've got to show them that. Hilarious! I and got the name of the company. I got to
1: see a Detroit no, sweater. Yeah, come here. Oh,
4: she's got it on. Oh my God, hilarious
3: it's kind of
4: alright this been, is
3: what's the name of it it's called Hysteric Glamour it's like a Japanese designer We're but it's kind one. of inappropriate
4: so I don't
5: know why she
4: wants me to show you oh they all love it, it. alright alright <coughs> lift up your hair alright so it's uh, Detroit, Michigan
1: yeah
4: right here where it says so yep Detroit, Michigan now look what it says here To drunk to do what Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah, I see
1: it. Yeah. Oh
4: my God.
1: That is that is so Detroit. That is that is so Detroit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Lexi, what's the name of that brand? <clears> Hysteric <throat> glamour. So they're very, very So
3: like how much would a sweatshirt or sweater, whatever that is, cost?
4: Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, Lexi, how much is that sweater? That's over 100 but she, I can't, she buys T-shirts. It's all down there to be shot, but she buys these vintage Dior T-shirts. They're like $500. I'm like, $500. Oh, my God. But, wow. And then she sells them. Yeah, Gosh. she has, she has one T-shirt and it's a Dior and it was what Carrie Bradshaw wore on Sex and the City with that famous, what was her name, Fields, that designer that dressed her, you know, so eccentric. And, uh, yeah, so she just finds these things that she, and like dresses and, and, you know, she keeps a lot of it, but it's, it's kind of like Hollywood because if she's been photographed in it, then she doesn't want it anymore. So she's happy to sell it. Oh my. But when she has something that she loves, you know, she'll, she'll wear it, but sometimes she'll buy things that, that aren't for her at all. She just knows that she can sell or, like, if it's a shoe or something it's too small or too big for her, she'll buy it anyway because she knows she can sell it. Okay. Yeah. 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 But so she, she wears th- it all.
1: But she's got a platform that she can sell it on, and then she ships when she sells Okay. Yeah.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: That's pretty yeah, enterprise. It's all, like,
4: you know, self, you know, like, when they buy it on these platforms, they the shipping's attached to it. So mm-hmm. you can print your labels off and you just go to the post office and you can drop it off. But when she's selling expensive stuff, you want a receipt of it being received. Mm-hmm. So you do have to kind of wait in line for that. But if she didn't have to do that, you know, if it's not expensive, she could just drop it. Hmm. Right. You know, just run in and drop it in a big bin.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: That's pretty enterprising and pretty inventive. That's, I mean, that's something to really be proud of. It just basically created her own business.
4: He did, and she, Suck city girl. Got, oh my! God. She got voted uh, best dressed in high school, and all of her clothes were thrifted. Yeah, you know, okay. and like not like all her cousins. You know, everyone's really wealthy in our family, so it's like they all have, you know, all the designer things. And and Lexi goes and finds really cool stuff for like five dollars. You know, <laughs> so thank god i love it (laughs) and she loves it she loves thrifting she'll go there for hours
3: does she have like
4: favorite stores Uh, we have quite a few um she likes to thrift um in other countries you know when she's visiting or she she likes it when we go to kalamazoo and go into a thrift store there so she just she just loves it you know it's the hunt and she's there for hours. Like I can't stay there for hours, you know. <laughs> I, I'm just. Too, I'm not into it.
1: I was talking about all the things that Buffalo had going for it. Buffalo does not have fashion going for it. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. I mean, it's like pair of jeans and a t-shirt. That's it. That's. I mean, that's yeah. that's yeah. dressed up.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Cash. <laughs> yeah. Lexi <laughs> loves to dress. So and like she loves going to all of the. Um, Uh, music festivals and then you know they're usually Mm -hmm. themed but her and her friends like to dress up to all the events that they go to i just went to a party with her it was her last rob before she had her surgery and it was her girlfriends it was uh, a trailer park bimbo and everyone (laughs) was dressed but you couldn't even tell people were dressed up because they looked so authentic like the guys are in cartwright overalls trucker hats and then she had tables of tattoos. So Larry came. He got like a star right here. Um, he <laughs> just came at the end. He came to rescue me because the girls dressed me and my boobs are popping out. I had a shirt <laughs> on. Um, it was funny. They, and I had big black fur uh, boots. <laughs> it was funny. So, but
3: uh, Where did you get this getup? I mean, Lexi bought it at thrifting.
4: They were her furry boots, but no, I had the blouse. Um <laughs> I it. I wore a push-up bra. <laughs> but some of these girls, just the way they they look, like they'd wear a crop top and they had like Victoria's secret, like glittery straps hanging out, and they had everyone put fake tattoos, um, what do you call that? The tramp stamp. Yeah. You know, it was it was hilarious. And then the my favorite thing. Well, she had a baby that she was carrying around, and the baby had, um, was all dirty, and the baby had tattoos, <laughs> but the cake was an ashtray, a cigarette ashtray, and it was a chocolate cake, and then it was filled with cigarettes, and the cigarettes were pretzels wrapped in white chocolate with, like, red uh, frosting on the tips.
3: Oh, my God. So
4: oh, yeah. my God make that? It was so
3: cute. It was so cute.
4: And
1: and remember, I lived in the Deep South and worked in the oil field for a while. So, I can guarantee you, there are real house parties that look like that.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, everyone was just better than the next. I mean, it was just a hoop, you know, seeing how everyone was dressed up. Yeah. And it's so good. And then it was a karaoke bar, so then the kids got up and started singing and stuff like that.
5: Oh. So
4: of this cake. I'm curious where
3: did somebody make the cake like in their group yeah. or did they buy this? No of one cake? of her
4: friends made it and just <laughs> poured the cake in the uh, you know in the ashtray and then you know topped it with all the cigarettes.
1: These, oh kids, are pretty, these kids are pretty they talented.
4: They are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It was so funny. Oh. I, I have a picture yeah. I'll send it to the girl chat group tomorrow. Yeah. Dude, that'd yeah.
3: be fun. Dude. I Dude, that. I
1: this is, you'll, I've been hitting the phone, texting. Apparently, somebody's downstairs delivering more bags for Nomad.
4: Oh, uh, well, run and get it.
1: <laughs> no, I'll, it'll be fine. It goes. It, remember, I, I told you where I live. It goes into the mail room, which is an old classroom, and that's locked. I gave him. I gave him the code to the door. Said so said, leave them in there. And then I'll put. Because I really don't carry like feel like carrying three contractor bags worth of clothes up three flights right now. Like, yeah. leave, it, leave it locked in there.
4: <laughs> yeah. Like, how many people live in your building, Kev?
1: They had a big influx out because the, a new management company bought it when a new owner took it over. So there's me. It, there's not that many. Like, there's me on, on this floor alone. There's me, the kid, and his girlfriend that live right next door to me. And we're the only two on this hallway. Then there's a kid right there, a girl right, and her rescue dog right there. There's one, two. How many floors? Only three floors. And no, 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 no elevators. That's why I stay in great shape.
2: Nah, I have, I
1: have, ha- I ha- ha- No, I'm at the very top.
3: I'm the third
1: floor. Okay. That's right. I don't, it's I live in an old Catholic school, is what I, I live I'm in. Not. Right. So. No, I'm on the third floor. Because um, I'll show you. If you want to see how big the windows are, did I ever show you the windows, Mary? Uh-uh. Here we go. That's, from top to bottom, that's uh, 12-foot windows. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the win- they didn't change the windows out. And that's Does that
4: stay warm or is it cold?
1: No, the drawback is this, because with twenty foot ceilings in an old school like this, I mean yeah. they put they put furnaces in every and, and I've got what's the equivalent of five classrooms combined between bedrooms, bathrooms. just we're in the living room and how they, many
4: chalkboards do you have?
1: I have three. <laughs> I have three chalkboards.
3: How many chalkboards? Now that's a question that most people are not asked about the
1: home. <laughs> and this chalkboard, by the way, just so you know, let's check it out. It goes Got all it. the way down. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that's hilarious. I have a chalkboard too, but once yeah. He's down,
1: oh no, I'm not done. done. Then then because I'm sitting like right there. We go. So that's yeah. It's, it's
4: love it. And then. Love it.
1: If you if Yeah, you. I,
4: I did one downstairs for Lexi when she was younger, you know, and you could use, I did magnetic paint so they could put, uh, you know, magnets, alphabet, you can write with yeah. chalk and whatever, and when I went to paint the family room, she said, no, leave the chalkboard,
5: so I didn't paint
4: the chalkboard wall, and then there's a little strip next to a closet, and it's got all her measurements, so I wow. love that too. oh.
1: No, my in my bedroom, the way my bed is set, if you're sleeping on your back and you wake up in the morning, the first thing you see is the blackboard. <laughs> Generally, I put little reminders to myself there, like be grateful, you know, yeah. make coffee. Yeah.
5: Cool, yeah.
4: It,
1: it's so, I mean, I would I, love it. Well, I, I flipped one house, and and it's a it's a two it's split into two apartments. And I thought, do I want to take another house on or do I want somewhere where, especially when I'm picking contracts back up, you know, um, do I want oh. to take, and plus come spring, I'm back and forth every weekend out to the Heron. Do I want to take another house on? So I moved here. So to answer your question about heat, what I did was, even though they put furnaces in every one of these individually, I just use a space heater like an infrared quartz space heater and every room's got ceiling fans and keep the ceiling fan going in reverse during the winter and it keeps the heat down on the floor and it stays really warm. So, but it's, it's loud. I mean, and of course with me, with music, it's like, there's a lot of really, because of the plaster, it echoes a lot. So I've really had to, you know, figure out where I want my speakers placed.
4: Yeah, that, or wear your headphones
1: like you're doing now. Well, I, a lot, or a lot of times, even though there's this whole big apartment, I'll be walking around and I've got my earbuds in, and and my phone is playing my music instead of, you know, the the TV, and I'll just be walking around with earbuds. So, but, well, yeah, that whole work thing, the contract I got now. Here's the other uh-huh. secret I'll give away. I spent 18 months looking for new contracts, couldn't get any.
4: Oh, you told me what your secret was. Yeah, that
1: secret. So anyhow, I finally picked this contract up with this, and they're great people. I love them. They're trying so hard. And all of a sudden, in the last 24 hours, I'm the most popular boy in high school, and everybody wants to go to prom with me. I have gotten five phone calls from people going, so if you're not working right now, I've got this contract. I'm like, where were you in the last 18 months?
4: Yeah, <laughs> that's like my business. Yeah, of
5: course,
1: you know. I mean, literally, I've had to turn down four contracts today alone. Although there's one I'm thinking I can work in. It's a little paper mill up in Niagara Falls, and all he wants total is like ten weeks worth of work, and he just wants his maintenance plans rewritten and his maintenance strategies redone, and a lot of that is keyboard work, and I might be able to take that on like at, at night and on the weekends if he's willing to do that you know so it was like i say i when i was breaking down before that cost me a lot and i think the universe has given me the opportunity to make some of that money back make some yeah, of that retire for you. yeah so i'm not i'm not going to turn that down you know yeah. to go i can yeah. i can make this back because I, yeah. I i would like to do that you know so and both of you, you don't know how much I love you for letting me be that vulnerable and saying that to you. You don't know. You have no idea how much respect I have for you or how much I love you. You really don't. Well, you me.
4: can tell us anything.
1: I know. Yep. You two have always I, had my back, always. always will have my back. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's just like, you know, die hearing about Lexi. You know, we feel mm-hmm. this is a safe place to talk. Well, yeah,
1: my buddy Julie who is exactly our age that owns the farm out there and founded the festival, as I talk about you guys, has said to me, Kip, I just wanna let you know, I'm thinking if you'd have told them at the time, they would have been there for you, just like we would have been. Because she, she asked about you all. She said, she said, one day I would like to get them here because I wanna see pictures of what you were like but Then I want you to go away and I want stories from them of what you were like without you standing there. Like, I want well,
3: to share the ones that John shared with us. Yeah, those are great, those yeah, are funny. funny.
1: Yeah, so
3: Diane, I've, I've, you sent me the one of uh, somebody took of you and I on the rocks out in New Hampshire. You know, Kip, you remember the rocks there? Yeah, go out there.
1: No, I didn't go out there, but I saw yeah, exactly. I saw pictures, and I used to hear about it all the time. We were, waving,
3: yeah. like somebody was on top of the rocks across mm-hmm. the It was street. Colleen. And we were waving. Yeah.
1: It was, okay. uh, I just
3: came across that picture not too long ago. I'm like, well, oh I, my God.
1: I think Tom Bennett has some pictures from after we graduated, when he and I used to hang out in South Haven at, at North Beach and South Beach. And I think yeah. he's, I think he's got some pictures from then you know so but, but yeah so that that's cool and, but but i mean it's like i said you know it didn't matter how many people were here tonight you needed to know how important you are to me and how important this last year has been because the thing i had lost not really lost i just had to discover it again i had lost that sense of home and all of a sudden this year, I realized, no, I still have a home. Yeah. I still have a home. I still have yeah, a home.
4: You sure do. You
1: know, so yeah. So it, it's all Love cool. you, Kel. Ah, love so. you much. So here's, here's what I'm thinking. We'll get together again next month, and that's the small group, the, the eight of us, and we can talk more about those things. But the other part of it is, and I was thinking about this Sunday night, and I'm actually going to go to the whole group so I can get music from everybody. But from you two especially, we were talking about that song and the impact it had on people, and still does.
3: Cars yeah. on there.
1: Oh, it is going. It's going on yeah. there. Fast cars going on there. But let's think of other songs that, to each of us personally, still have that kind of impact. Because there's other ones after okay. all these years oh, that yeah. can that can make you just stop and go. Wait a minute. That's my song.
4: Yeah, I can. Oh, Jack
1: and Di- Okay, Jack and Diane is oh, fabulous. Diane, I saw him do a version of it because he's he's still out there. He's and a, and a lot of what he's done is he's reinvented himself as acoustic, almost folksy. I listened to him do an acoustic folk version of that that was incredible. Oh, wow. Slowed the time signature way down. It was just, it was amazing. So. Uh, okay. I think I'm gonna well, finish okay. my. Okay, and I think I'm gonna finish my dinner and not go to the gym. I think it's a little okay. late to get. It's a little that's late enough. to get to the gym. Well, if you
4: feel like working out, you can go pick up those bags and lift
1: them up. That's, a, I, that's
4: Leave them in the room.
1: Okay. I'm All gonna. Right. I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna show you something right now because because the house is a mess right now because I'm in the middle of rearranging things. But I want you to, to let's see if I can get it in there. I carried all of those up, all those bags. <laughs> Can you see them? They're over in the that door.
4: really is dark.
1: Okay. Oh, forget. It. <laughs> there is over there. And, and that was my joke the other night. Yeah, my laundry is on the couch too. I haven't folded it yet. The benefit of living alone. <laughs>
4: Do it when you want. Mary, yep. she's got to, like, multitask and, and make her bed while she's on right. a conference call.
1: <laughs> me, I could I could get clothes out of the dryer and put them on a couch next to me and fold them while I'm watching TV. You know, nobody <laughs> minds. Nobody cares at all. Uh, but anyhow.
3: Put it, sit on, the, put it sit on the bed because, you know, I have one of those um, those cold, you know, uh, they're, they've they got that gel, that they're cold because I'm so, yep. so hot all the time. And when I sleep at night, it's hot. So I have one of those gel um, mattress, mattress pads. Oh, I love it. But if you're just sitting on it with no sheets or anything, I'm like, that thing's cold. Well, you know what oh, I just... Dis- wow. I love that at night.
1: I'm a little slow to pick up on things. You know what I discovered last year? We were talking about keeping this place warm. Heated mattress pads. Oh, my God. <laughs>
4: her savior because we have like eight pillows that we're moving around but that really props her up in the right position oh. without hurting her neck so it okay. so I made her do a video she goes mom you're treating me like a pageant mom <laughs> I made her do a video and I'll send it to you guys I have, oh, so
1: I have no idea why my internet decided to go away for a while who knows oh. we knew you'd be back right no one. I we knew I was... you'd
4: come back and say bye
1: always <laughs> But well, what I discovered last year, like I say, I'm slow to pick up on things, and especially like when you live alone and this place is cold, heated mattress pad. A queen size heated mattress pad. Oh my God.
4: Oh, all right. Like, You're the opposite of Mira. That cold.
1: Well, it, I mean, for me, it was like I have discovered it was like discovering gold. It was like, That's oh my no God.
4: an old one.
1: Yeah. You <laughs> Sorry,
4: I didn't know you ran so hot.
6: Rose and flows of angel hair And ice-cream castles in the air And feather cannons
5: everywhere Looked at
6: clouds that wave
2: Now, from up and down, and still somehow, it's cloud illusions I recall.
6: I really do no clouds.
2: and Jews and fairies wheels. the dizzy dancing wail that you feel as every fairy tale
6: comes through I've looked at love that we but now it's just another show and you leave them laughing when you go, and if you can, don't let me know, don't give yourself
2: and dreams that I recall, I really don't know love, I really don't know love at all. Diane, two American kids growing up in the heartland. Jackie gonna be a football star. Diane's debutante backseat of Jackie's car. Sucking on chili dog outside, taste freeze. Diane's sitting on Jackie's lap, got his hands between the knees. Jackie say, hey, Diane, let's run off behind the shade of trees. Dribble off those Bobby Brooks let me do what I please. Say, oh, yeah, life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone, say. Of living is gone to walk on Checks his back, flexes thoughts for the moment, scratches his head and does his best, James Dean. Well, then, there Diane got to run off to city. Diane says, "Baby, you ain't missing nothing." Jackie Jack say, "Oh yeah, life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone." Women
7: smile Don't let the old man in Look out your window and smile Don't let the old man
2: Back there in the dust That same small town In each of us I need to Remember this So baby give me Just one
8: Got in a tight spot, a a game of pool With a couple of redneck boys One great big fat biker man I heard David yell across the room Hey, buddy, how about a helping hand? I said, Dave, I ain't as good as I once was lie how the years have flown, but there was a time back in my prime when I could really hold my own. If you want to fight tonight, guess those boys don't look all that tough. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I have Boy, but my pride says, "Oh yes, you can." I ain't as good as I once was. That's just the cold hard truth. <laughs> I still throw a few back, talk a little smack when I'm feeling bulletproof. So don't double dog dare me now. I'd have to call your bluff I ain't as good as I once was But I'm as good once As I ever was May not be good as I once was But I'm as good once As I ever was
0: Special song to me. So the first song on the first side of the first Michael Stanley album goes like this.